It's the Talking Games Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 41 of the Talking Games Podcast. Your host, the Major. Merry Christmas, kind of. It's almost December now. Uh, hope you're. It is December about- now, so it's therefore December. Christmas is... Uh, you're allowed to talk about Christmas. Alright, well, I, I'm hoping that uh, Christmas is going to be okay this year. Um, there's been a lot of news of the uh, pandemic coming back and more lockdown, so... I'm hoping that doesn't happen before Christmas because I would like to see family this year. Um, but we'll find out. We'll hopefully uh, think, fingers crossed, everything's going to be okay. Uh, but thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, everybody, for checking out the website, gamesinquirer.com. Uh, please check out the socials, all Games Inquirer. We are Games Inquirer everywhere. Uh, there will be a video up at some point this week. Apologies for the last two weeks. We've been incredibly busy. Uh, because it's Christmas, the amount of stuff work that I'm getting is overwhelming. Uh, I've still got another two reviews to do, possibly going to have to do Shinobi's because he's been busy. Uh, Callum's not here till next week, so that's not helpful either. Uh, but we do have to do our Christmas uh, episode that's going to be recorded on the 19th. It'll be up uh, Christmas Eve or Boxing Day. Uh, we'll let you know the week of uh, because we still haven't decided yet. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty typical for us. Um mm-hmm. And if I can remember correctly, uh, we have got two stuck games to give away for that Christmas episode. Uh, the poll is still open. It is currently still only available on desktop. I will be fixing that this weekend, try and get it up on mobile. Uh, so by Monday, fingers crossed, uh, you'll have the app open uh, to go vote on mobile as well. Uh, thank you to the 280 people, though, that have voted on our poll. Uh, it is extremely helpful. Um and I can't remember what else it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits and Guardians of the Galaxy are currently tied uh, in our end of year awards uh, for Game of the Year. Uh, if you don't like those selections, you need to go and vote and vote, vote for your own. Uh, next year, we'll be cutting the selection down because this year there was just so many uh, suggestions. I couldn't fit them all in, so I had to create an indie Game of the Year to put more games in because the amount of people that said one different thing it was just ridiculous and so we've had to try and condense it next year there'll be less um we're gonna have to try and cut it down to 10 instead of 14 uh, but if you want to go vote link will be in the description below uh, to join the Christmas episode you have to be on discord link with discord will be on the link below as well uh, our online store will be coming up in january uh, i'm still trying to connect it to the back end because it's not connecting and it's driving me up the wall uh, because Shinobi isn't here. He's supposed to be the website manager and hasn't been helping me. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm joined here this week by Chloe. How you doing, my love? I'm good. How are you? Apart from uh, super busy. Super, super busy. Christmas is like the busiest time of year. And yeah. I kind of regret my life choices from <laughs> during Christmas. Because it's there's so like I've got to look after my child because he wants to go see Santa and he wants this present and that present. And I've got to work, and it's just like everybody's trying to get all this stuff in. Like the amount of work I still haven't done because Friday we took a day off. We had staff training. I'm training somebody to try and hopefully help me with this. Um, we'll see how they work out. Uh, they aren't. They are, if they're terrible, then we'll have to find somebody else. But we'll get there because I need some help over Christmas uh, to try and get this stuff up. Um, if you're interested in reviewing, uh, send us an email: gamesinquiry@gmail.com. Uh, we need people to come and help us uh, for reviews. 
particularly console and PC, uh, pretty much everybody. Uh, if you want to review games on mobile, you can do. Send us an email, tabletop, movies, whatever. We get movie, uh, we've had a couple movies uh, that we've been asked to review. We haven't been able to do it, though, because we just don't have the time. Uh, so if there's anything you want to review, if you want to check out stuff, uh, we can send you a load of stuff. You don't have to pay for anything. You don't have to buy it yourself. We'll send it to you. All we ask for in return is that you write about it or make a video, usually about two to three minutes long. Um, if you could do longer than that, it's great. But if you're interested in reviewing anything, let us know. We need also need help with that. Uh, but getting into the news this week, and usually we speak about Activision. Uh, this week we're going to be speaking about Rockstar, one of my least favourite publishers right now. Uh, Take Two, apparently, uh, who is the publishing and owners of uh, 2K and Rockstar, uh, have claimed it owns the words Rockstar Bully and the letter R. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't own the words. <laughs> you, apparently, they own the letter R, which is ridiculous. So they are a video game holding company. They own, you know, different companies. They make GTA, Borderlands, Bioshock, etc. Uh, but they've tried to uh, destroy a very popular game that's currently on Game Pass right now. Uh, by the trademark disputes. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, but basically, they've engaged a number of trademark disputes, claiming they own the rights to basic words, uh, including limited to Take Two, Bully, and Rockstar. Uh, I don't know how to uh, to answer that, because <laughs> no, you can't own words. You can't own the word. That's how you answer it. Exactly. No, you <laughs> don't, because it's just they're just words in the English language. But anyway, uh, they've come for companies have been hit with trademark disputes. Uh, these include Take Five, uh, Rockstar's Authors and Tattoo Parlors, Rockstar Axe Throwing, Bully Free World, and the Rockstar Princess. They've also uh, tried to stop It Takes Two, which is a very popular game on Game Pass. They've company who makes that game has now had to drop their trademark because of Rockstar and Take Two. Take-Two is one of the richest companies in the industry. So they have the money to take these people to court. By the sounds of it, the companies are going after would not have the money to take this to court. So they're basically just giving up. Which is the scummiest thing that Rockstar potentially has ever done. So they're doing it because they know that they can because the people that they're fighting with can't fight back. Yeah. I mean, Hayes, like the company that makes It Takes-Two is is owned by EA. Um... I don't think EA is going to go that route. They have the money to, but whether they would take the, the thing to court, I don't think they will. Because by the sounds of it, Hazelight is dropping their trademark for It Takes Two, which means the game name will probably change on Game Pass and everywhere else. Um, this game's been out for a while now, but Rockstar and Take Two doing this is abhorrent. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. Uh, even tried to trademark the letter R. That's just that's just stupid. Yeah. Go, they're going against companies whose logos are the letter R. So companies like Replica, who are a VR uh, studio, uh, who make games for VR using Unreal Engine Five or Unreal Engine Four as it is at the moment, but they are, have been uh, given early access to Unreal Engine Five. They're having to change their logo because their let their logo is the letter R. Now, to- take two. Now, if you if you don't know this, I think I spoke about this before. When I went to law school, my primary, my focus was on contract and copyright law. So I know a little bit about trademarking. 
Uh, you cannot own a letter. You cannot own a hand signal. You cannot own uh, somebody else's face or image uh, without. You can own it yourself. It's, it's your face, your image. But somebody else can't in trademark it. They can't own a letter. They can't own a number. Rocks are trying to do this. Okay. If this went to court, I guarantee you it will get thrown out in seconds. Mm-hmm. Because as long as that logo that somebody else has is not the same R or the same colour scheme, so it can be confused between the two, then Rockstar will not have a chance. Take two would not win. Period, point blank. It wouldn't happen. Um, but I think they're just trying to bully people into giving them the trademark because there's no other reasonable explanation of how companies like um, Light are just dropping their trademarks because Take-Two says so. It's... A, it's um, like, I mean, we deal with that. We've been dealing with Activision all year. And now it's come to Take-Two Interactive who are basically bullying companies that... Like small companies. These aren't massive companies. These are people with tattoo with a tattoo parlour. Yeah, but that's why they're doing it. Yeah. I mean, they... Uh, they have done one good thing, and they've kind of patched uh, the GTA San Andreas trilogy this week. Uh, there's 119 fixes, things from, like, spelling mistakes and graphical errors, and the rain has been fixed in GTA. Yay! Um, there's a couple of other bits in there that they've done with the cars and stuff and the controls and things that basically people complain about. It's a long way off being done. I've had a guy of it this week. Uh, it's the reason I stopped doing the walkthroughs, because... One, this game was annoying me beyond death. I couldn't take any more of dealing with like the bugs and stuff. And two, it wasn't getting a lot of traffic because other people had already done it. So I stopped doing it. But I was just the main reason was because of this, because of the, the issues with the graphics and the bugs and everything else with it. It's becoming ridiculous. Um, but thankfully, the game is getting fat patched. But then they do stuff like this. So they are trying to endear themselves to gamers uh, because GTA modders had already got there beforehand. Uh, they're taking the two modders who tried to fix GTA Vice City. Talked about, I think, last week uh, to court. Uh, the GTA modders are fighting back. Uh, so actually, to be fair, they're not trying to... They're not doing this to appease gamers. They're doing it because they know somebody else will beat them to it and then they'll lose out. So they're actually still only doing that for themselves. I think they'd try and avoid doing that if people weren't going to beat them to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have... There's a Twitter user, Ash R, uh, discovered the list of trademarks. Uh, Take-Two has filed uh, with the US Patent Office uh, this past week. There are hundreds of them. Uh, it most likely targets entities using the term Rockstar, uh, which is what Take-Two own. Uh, some of the disputed names are called Don't Be a Rockstar Legend. Uh, Rockstar's Authors and Tattoo Parlors and Rockstar Axe Throwing. Uh, Take-Two has also filed against anyone using the term 2K, including another one of its subsidiaries, uh, with, the person, with a company called Prey 2K on the list. Even Max Fane and Max Payne can't escape from sounding too much like Rockstar's Max Payne, even though it's spelt differently. Uh, there is also one for Bully Free World. Uh, isn't he, in, it even filed disputes against a company that uses the letter R as its logo, uh, which looks absolutely nothing like the Rockstar logo. You can go check the link. Uh, it's on TechSpot. Uh, one of the more familiar names of the list is, is It Takes Two Halos. Cart uh, Platformer, um, one of the best PC games out there, is fantastic. If you've got someone to go play it with, go check it out. Uh, it is Take Two felt the name was too similar to its own, uh, so perhaps 
Kim Weston the estate-a-marfication also suit take two. That's quite a funny joke. Uh, some of the trademarks have been abandoned, including the one it takes two. Uh, plenty are still ongoing. Some people are fighting back. Uh, they are looking at to, uh, to go in together, though. So there could be a couple of hundred people against Rockstar Games uh, trying to stop this lawsuit happening, this trademark disputes. I don't think Rockstar's winning. Uh, they can file trademark issues if it ever went to a judge, because it hasn't gone to a judge yet. If it did, the case would be thrown out. Rockstar doesn't have a leg to stand on, uh, because that's not the way trademarks work at all. A uh, little bit about Activision, though. Uh, the protest organiser who uh, organised the walkout uh, for Activision uh, earlier this year is leaving the company. Uh, and has slammed Bobby Kotick for inaction and refusal to take accountability. Uh, Jessica Gonzalez, uh, she wrote a note on Twitter. Uh, She said, my commitment to my future. Hello, ABK. Unfortunately, this is a goodbye message. It's been a journey over the years, and I've made a decision to leave a blizzard by putting my well-being first. I've accepted an opportunity that is too good to pass up, and I'll still be moving into a more senior quality engineering role by a financial tech company and out of game development entirely. I regret that I couldn't meet my colleagues under better circumstances and I take our shared vision for diversity, equity, inclusion and workers' rights with me and value the work that we've been doing during our time here. For those who are thankful, I encourage you to find yours and your and use it to find your voice. Uh, there are good people in the industry and I believe with enough education and awareness, ABK can be a great place to be. There are a lot of work. There's a lot of work to do, and I'm mentally wounded from this fight. Don't forget what so many passionate developers work towards, and continue to work towards in my absence. Let your passion and the passion of those around you drive the spark that ignites meaningful change. To Bobby Kotich, your inaction and refusal to take accountability is driving out great talent, and the products will suffer until you're removed from your position as CEO. This may seem harsh, but you've had years to fix the culture and look at where the company currently stands. My last day is December 10th, which is next week. Every voice matters, Jessica Gonzalez. Uh, good luck to her. I hope that her next job is fantastic and she has a much better time there than she ever has at Activision Blizzard King. Um, I completely agree. Bobby Kotich is one of the worst people in the industry by a long way, and he needs to step down. Mm-hmm. But the fact this is uh, it's more people leaving now that have, have organised the protest and led it um, is very, very disappointing uh, because the, the movement is losing key people uh, because they can't remain in the company anymore, which is really, really, it's not disappointing for them because good luck to them. I hope they have a, have a fantastic career elsewhere. But company kind of needs that leadership to fight back. And if they aren't there, then who's going to step They forward? do, but they can't... You can only lead something that's there. Yeah. And if they're not getting anything, then hmm. there's no I mean, point the, the in no, staying yeah. somewhere I mean, that they can't... Yeah. I mean, yeah. Bobby Kotich will eventually step down. I am 100% convinced that he will be forced to step down at some point soon. Because it will not go on. It can't do because the industry is going against him completely. They, everybody wants him gone. Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, rival companies. Uh, there's other stuff there. Uh, we'll talk about it in just a little bit. But there is companies that want him out of the industry. So 
with enough pressure, it will happen eventually. But to continue fighting and demanding change, it needs people to stick with it that have a leadership role in that change because their their presence makes that stronger. If they leave, it weakens their position, especially in the eyes of Activision. I wouldn't say anybody Does else, it? but in the eyes of Activision, I, w- I would say, yeah. I, I disagree because I think that if you... <coughs> I actually think that leaving might do them a favour because at the, now they'll think, oh, wait, hang on a minute. We're now losing some of our best people because of yeah. what's been going on. Maybe we should do something about it. So yeah. actually, if it goes that way, she's probably done the right thing. Yeah, but would you think that Activision would see it that way or Bobby Kotick? Well, no. I think because, they would no. look at it as relief. Because they're not getting as much hassle by... Yeah, yeah. That's all they care about. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> It would work if the if that meant that somebody else would force him out. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it would. But but I yeah. The, now the you said that. Needs, the movement needs people to remain in place to keep that motivation, to keep that drive going with the entire uh, ABK Workers Alliance. Because if the leaders leave, the people that have run that protest leave then they have to find somebody else. And that mm. higher motivation and all that drive kind of dissipates because it happens in any worker's strike. If the leaders bow out, then that kind yeah. of comes away. It's happened over and over and over again with several protests. We've seen it many, many times because I can't remember the issue was about, I think it was about 10, 15 years ago, uh, there was a protest here uh, with a factory. Um, I knew somebody that worked there and they were involved in a protest and I was talking to them about it because it was quite interesting. But basically there was similar issue but with pay. And there was people not being paid fairly and people were being paid less than minimum wage. Um, the company was being investigated for it. And there was uh, a group, a large group of people because there was about 500, 600 people I think at the time worked there. And... They all went on strike and they all like started leaving and demanding change. It wasn't national news. It was minor thing. Um, but they were all mashing, like demanding change. And then the company paid the leader of the movement to basically drop it. And because the leader mm. accepted, that movement went away and everybody else was like, screw it. I don't know what happened to that company because I know my friend walked out and left but it generally happens when people that drive that that fight step away, the whole thing underneath them crumbles because essentially they are the foundation of that argument. I don't know many other leaders they have in that movement, in the Workers' Alliance. Um, if there's anybody listening from the ABK Workers' Alliance, send us a message. I'd love to speak to you about this. Um, I'm hoping that she does really well and she succeeds wherever she's going. She's very happy. Uh, clearly, she deserves it with everything that Activision Blizzard's like. But I, I, I'd worry about the position going forward. Yeah. But anyway, uh, moving on to another company that's not been doing great lately. Uh, CD Projekt Red, uh, who is, I believe, is then are they Norwegian or Swedish? Uh, I could be wrong. Um, but they have got some news out this week. Uh, the Witcher Three 
Wild Hunt, for the first time in a long time, is now getting DLC. Uh, before it was delayed, the next-gen version was scheduled to release this year uh, for next-gen consoles. It is a game I will be getting. Uh, large release window was simply delayed till 2022. Uh, the release window, though, has been narrowed down. It's going to be quarter two, the Q2 2022, which will be April to June, I believe. April, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, so sometime the first day of April to the final day of June. Some point then uh, there'll be a new DLC that's coming out um, for uh, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt for next-gen update. There's already two expansions. It's Hearts of Stone and Blood of Wine. Uh, the Blood of Wine is kind of like a vampire DLC. Mm. Uh, but rather new DLC was said to be described by the Netflix show. It was simply to be considering less substantial. Uh, so the DLC won't be as big. Uh, the T suggests that the DLC will be more, no more than cosmetic content. But as we can see from new items, you know, it's not going to make a blind bit of difference by the sounds of it. It's not out of their own possibilities. Uh, players may be treated to some proper new content like quests or weapons. Uh, from now, all we know you need to do is speculate because there isn't too much information out for it. Uh, but we do know that there is DLC coming. Uh, I'm hoping it's not just purely cosmetic because I think it needs... I think it needs something to keep the game going um, because... CD Projekt Red don't have a lot of games out. Cyberpunk, even though it's kind of turning around, I'm hoping it turns around a lot quicker uh, than it has been at the moment because it has been what, a year nearly and they haven't done too much with it since. So it's taken them a year to really turn this game around, even though it still feels like a beta. I'm really, really annoyed with that. They need to do something about it. Um, but article from the Metro here, and they have said that CD Projekt Red should not be uh, forgiven um, because companies are still haven't learned anything because of cyberpunk. Uh, a reader is from in the Metro is angry at the idea that GTA, the trilogy and Battlefield 2042 seem to have learned nothing from cyberpunk. Uh, it was absolutely disastrous for cyberpunk 2077, uh, 2077 at its launch. It also brought their company to its knees financially. They got pulled from the PlayStation store. Uh, Xbox took it off shelves. If you had a digital copy, you could still play it. But last gen is completely broken. PC is slightly better. It does work. Uh, next gen is meh. Uh, those convinced people always would literally put up with anything as long as the promises seem tempting enough uh, because of the fact that Battlefield is just a broken buggy mess. If you haven't played it yet, uh, go check out. I think there's a couple of videos up from uh, what's it called? called Digital Foundry. Uh, where they looked into uh, the Battlefield 2042 like helicopters bouncing off buildings like they're made of rubber uh people have already got aim bots like this aim bots and wall hacks and all that sort of stuff in there already the game is pretty much rubbish um we'll talk about it in a minute but anyway uh, it's going to be a larger positive impact that large publishers seem to become worried that the games will make them prize if they launch in a bad state just like cyberpunk though which came out this time last year uh, they don't seem to care about the game they don't care about the long-term impact on their reputation they certainly don't care about customers. That's coming from the uh, from the author. 2042, EA went from one of the most anticipated games of the year uh, that was meant to provide competition to Call of Duty, which is boring anyway. Uh, it might end up for two years from now when it launched, the game was just not fit for purpose. And it still isn't fit for purpose because the game is broken. Call of Duty is boring. Uh, GTA was even worse because the game was only announced a month before it was released. There was no gameplay that was provided other than a few teaser trailers from cutscenes, uh, which weren't great anyway. 
uh, publishers need to have need to have some direction they need to have an idea of where they're going and just stop doing things like this because nobody's going to keep paying these companies like 70 60 70 pounds dollars for games that don't work that's uh, the problem though i think they are i don't think this will go on for too much longer you think well i don't because it's getting to the point right it's because of the name brand right and people are exactly. still buying the game. Exactly. That's why I think that this will That's why I think this will continue. Because people are just going to... Like you said, because of the name brand, people are going to buy the game regardless of what condition it's in. Yeah. I and mean, that's I'm why they, they can get away with doing things like this. Yeah. I'm, hope, I'm hoping they don't. Because I think if the company's reputation is tarnished enough... And Activision's pretty much destroyed anyway. I think Vanguard might be nailing the coffin going forward for next year. Because we know that Call of Duty Vanguard has made has sold the least amount of games out of any, any game previously. It's the worst selling Call of Duty. By a long way. They've dropped like 40% in sales. Uh, we didn't buy our copy. I got mine free. And to be honest, it's not even worth that. But Activision's in trouble on all fronts, and this game is not selling well, uh, which is why they're now offering, if you're in the UK, like free trials and get this game for half price and all this sort of stuff, because they're panicking, and that's good. GTA and Rockstar and Take-Two, when this goes to court, they're looking like arseholes right now because of what they're doing. I think this could maybe be making it worse from these trademarks and from the state of this GTA trilogy. GTA 6, as we said before, is going to be rubbish. I guarantee you it will be rubbish. There's no chance this game is going to be GTA 5, GTA 4, San Andreas level quality. It's not. It's not It's not even going to be bully quality. It's going to be a pile of garbage because the developers they've got have never made a game. They don't know how to write. They don't know how to script. They don't know how to make games. They are not experienced. They are college students in their first job. Because nobody wanted to work for Rockstar. Everybody that worked there previously is gone. They all quit. The company's hanging on by the skin of its teeth. And the only way it could salvage... It's clearly very jealous. Because now they're going out and suing small tattoo parlours for using the name Rockstar. Which is pathetic. I don't think this is going to go on for much longer. I really don't. And I'm ho- I'm hoping that when GTA 6 does come out, because I know GTA 6 will sell really well. It will sell well. It doesn't mean it's going to be good, because it won't. Because just look at GTA Trilogy. They couldn't even remaster a 20-year-old game. It's going to be a pile of crap. But it will sell well, because people are anxiously waiting for another GTA. And when that game is a pile of crap as well, people will stop buying GTA games. GTA Online will be dead. And then they'll have to find a new way of getting another IP out or something very, very quickly after because they're going to need to recoup their reputation. Otherwise, if they do make a GTA 7, which they probably won't, that game will be a pile of crap as well. Rockstar doesn't make games anymore. They just remaster and hold on to GTA Online because it's making the money, even though GTA Online is pretty much dead now as well. It's not going to fix anything. 
Rockstar Take Two are going to be in serious amount of trouble. Hmm. But anyway, that's my little mini one. <laughs> uh, speaking of Battlefield 2042, there is a December second update uh, with new patch notes, uh, a new hit registration, and new eye. A uh, few of the patch notes addresses a ton of issues uh, with the game. There is a lot, uh, including the controversial weapons bloom. Uh, it includes a ton of bug fixes. Uh, there are 150 individual fixes to the map, as well as other bug fixes, uh, changes across all aspects of the game. Uh, it will go. It has already gone live, so you can play it now. Uh, it went live on Thursday. Uh, the update will bring new weekly missions. Uh, also, DICE have also revealed three new missions starting next week. Uh, the hit detection fixes, which uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, basically there's uh, clips from Twitch and YouTube and TikTok where people would shoot somebody in the head and they wouldn't die. Because the hit detection doesn't work in this game. So you could have somebody sniping you in the head repeatedly and your health does not go down. And there is examples of that. There is trailers. Uh, they have also fixed some visual issues uh, registering and firing on an enemy target. Uh, they've brought several improvements within the collection screen menus. They include customising your loadout. Uh, there will be less clicking around. Uh, there will be several UI changes. Uh, increased visibility and reduced clutter through, for example, player world icons. Uh, now scaling with distance. Uh, they've also added identity friend or phone markers, so you might not shoot your friend anymore. Uh, there is a huge list of patches. I'm not going to go through them all. I will leave a link down below for you to go read. Uh, EA has also planned a Battlefield universe, though, because of the fact that of how bad Battlefield has become. Uh, your thoughts so far? Let's hang on. So they've gone. The game's terrible. So let's create a universe instead of just yes yeah. the game. Yeah. What? Yeah. All I seem to be getting from this podcast so far today is game companies are stupid. Pretty much. Because... They are doing very much the redeem. So apologies if you can hear me. I'm very bugged up. I don't feel well today. Uh, and I. It's pretty much just tiredness and we're worn down. Uh, yeah, EA, Activision, Rockstar, three companies yeah. that are quickly becoming my least favourite. Uh, there are a number of really good indie publishers out there, though. Companies like Hooded Horse and uh, Gamigo. Go check them out, because those companies are amazing. Oh, yeah, the I'm bigger not saying ones that... Scumbags. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying all companies are like that, but like you've just said, the three that we've talked about today... Mm. They're just Excuse me, being, always talk about. They're just being... Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> They're just being idiots in yeah. more ways than one. And every week they seem to find another reason, maybe by Activision, because that's all the same thing, but that's beside the point. They see, they seem to find another thing that makes me think, you've lost your heads. They, they haven't got an intelligent bone in that company. No, clearly. Nobody there has any common sense. And I've... When I've spoken to developers that have worked for places like Activision, uh, their number one thing that they've said when describing that company is that there are people there that are way too childish and there are people there that are very, very jealous of anybody else's success. 
Oh, it's, not, it's not the entire company, but there are just so many immature. It's not everybody. There are it's mainly individuals, but there are people there that are incredibly selfish and jealous. When anybody else has success, they've got to find a way to ruin it or try and do something better. Which competition is great. If your entire motivation is I want to destroy this person's products or I want to make sure they don't make any money, you're a scumbag. Uh, yeah, there's competition and then there's taking competition too far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, EA Vince Sampella, uh, who's been taking a new role, has come on to the Battlefield franchise. Uh, he will be taking over as general from general manager Oscar Gableson, who is leaving DICE, who is the company that makes Battlefield. Uh, Sampella told GameSpot this past week the plans were not an attempt to move on from 2042. Uh, it was released to less than a stellar response because of how broken and bad it is. Uh, there's no story campaign. It is all multiplayer battle royal. Uh, people don't like it uh, because there's other options out there. There's other games out there now. It's just not these two. Even though they're the biggest names, there are other battle royals that do a far better job. Uh, he said they will continue to evolve and grow 2042. Uh, they will explore new kinds of experiences and business models along the way uh, to provide an awesome array of experiences for our players. Uh, the universe, the world is interconnected with shared characters and narrative, which sounds a lot like what we're doing. We've never heard this before. Uh, this universe is also built with our community as we harness the power of portal and user-generated content. Uh, we believe as well that Leto New Studio and the upcoming Battlefield mobile game which is coming out next year, uh, which is in developed by Ripple Effect, which are uh, uh, formerly known as Dice LA. They are a very good studio. Uh, confirmed its branding in July. Uh, EA said that Ripple Effect was working on a new game. Wasn't confirmed to be Battlefield, uh, but it was confirmed that Zampella will be overseeing the project, so it's likely will be a Battlefield mobile. Uh, the new Dice head of design who looked after the Battlefield and Star Wars franchise has left the company following the release of 2042. Because of how broken it was. Uh, his departure was announced in an email sent to staff. In which he revealed he'd been planning to leave for some time. Uh, it was released last November last week. Uh, to Critical Reception. Which is the game. Had the worst user score on Steam ever. Uh, thanks to 26,000 negative reviews. Uh, Dice responded by planning details on future improvements to the game. And said they are passionate about the game and will support it for years to come. Which isn't going to do a lot. Uh, because they have got absolutely no chance of fixing this. Because it will take years just to get rid of the bugs. The Like the physics in this game. To give you an example. People were jumping off buildings and surviving. What? People were bouncing helicopters off buildings. With no damage. There's issues with uh, character models, which weren't loaded, so you can see the wires underneath, and like the flesh tones and the flesh model, there was no, nothing put on that model at all, which if you don't know, also means there's no hit detection on those models, so they can go around and kill as many people as they like without an issue, they will not be killed. There is so much broken with this Battlefield 2042, it is not playable. The fact that they're now trying to announce and create a universe 
which I don't think they're capable of doing, is going to be really, really disappointing. I'm really disappointed in that they've they they're worrying about creating a universe and creating interconnecting stories, which is what we're doing. I wonder where I've heard this before. It's internal stuff. Don't worry about it. But EA or Dice, I don't think this battlefield and this universe is going to change too much. No. By the sounds of it, they're just trying to connect stories. Activision does it with uh, Call of Duty, Novak. If you haven't heard. If you've never played that game, he's in every single game and he's always the main character you play as in the first mission and then you die. So it's complete nonsense. It's not going to change anything. They may be trying to work on it, but it's going to take them a couple of years just to fix this multiplayer. It's completely broken. So, yeah. Anyway, Chloe's having a a fit. Um, No, hey! I'm I'm just... No, I'm just sat here thinking... All these companies have gone mad, and yeah, I don't so, know. So it's desperation and greed. Probably. Yeah, basically. They're so desperate to make money, so desperate that they will screw over everybody else. Uh, they will rush games out to meet targets, even though they don't work. Then they'll make excuses about the fact that games are broken because of this, this, and this reason. CD Projekt yeah. Red, not so much. Um, I think they just were not capable at the time of making Cyberpunk. But even then, but even then, once that, well, once they were ready to, well, so-called ready to release that, and mm. I'd noted and clearly must have noticed the bugs at some point. Yeah, yeah. Even then, they should have gone. The game's not ready. We'll push it back. But they didn't yeah. because yeah. of all it's, the reasons you've mentioned. So we did. If you if you saw on Twitter or Facebook when they were releasing Cyberpunk. People were so angry that this game was being delayed. It got delayed twice. It got pushed back three months and then another three months. And people were calling out CD Projekt Red, demanding for this game to come out. So the fans, the players themselves who did that, are just as much as fault as the studio is. Because they rushed CD Projekt Red. CD Projekt has always been customer focused. They care about their players. Same with Witcher and Gwent and everything that came before. They care about their player base. Mm. There were so many people, because I read this when we we just started when uh, when Cyberpunk came out. There were so many people who were demanding Cyberpunk be released. They were so angry that it was being pushed back three months. And then when it got pushed back again, which then came out in the end of November, December, they were demanding for that to come out. And then when the game did come out, and it was clearly not ready, it was clearly not ready for this, they then got angry and mocked them for not being ready. But you asked for it. When in reality it was their fault for rushing it through in the first place. Yeah. They were demanding this game come out. And CD Projekt kept saying, it's not ready. It's not ready. We're not ready to release this. But they didn't care. They wanted it now. This is what impatience does. And I think the customers need to take some blame for the release. It is, but then at the same time, they shouldn't be giving in to them like that. If they know it's not ready, then they shouldn't release it. Sod what the customers are saying. Sod the complaints you're getting about not putting the game out when you said you would. If it's not ready, it's not ready. Don't 
don't do it just because you're being heckled. Yeah. It, so I I get what you're saying. The customers are kind of at fault, but I think the company are just as bad because you shouldn't let peer pressure get to you like that. Mm. Yeah. But we're gonna not. There's no uh, deals of the week this week. Uh, we said we're gonna drop some Christmas music because it's that time of year. Uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Thank you for joining us. Episode 41 of the Talking Games Podcast. Build a fire and gather round the tree. Fill a glass and maybe come and sing with me.
Uh, welcome back. Uh, thank you, everybody, who stayed with us. Uh, uh, if you don't know already, we are on GamerNetwork.gg. There is an article out right now. Uh, go check it out. The website for there is phenomenal. Uh, it's like a Facebook or a Twitter, but it's strictly for gamers. Uh, so it's definitely one to go check out if you're not already on there. Uh, but speaking of players and customers, a Forza Horizon 5 player. Oh my god, I hate you. Uh, it was apparently given an 8,000 year ban from Forza Horizon 5 because of a livery they created for their car. I don't know what is wrong with people that this would even come into their head. I mean, it's funny. It is funny. At the same time, you are incredibly fucking stupid. Uh, they, The livery they made has Kim Jong-un on the side, uh, the KFC logo, and hashtag send nukes. <laughs> what? Oh, yes. I shouldn't be like, that's one of those things where you know you shouldn't laugh at something, but you just can't help it because it's that, so... That's why I said it's funny. <laughs> it is funny, and I could have a giggle, but... You're stupid. Yeah. You got 8,000 years, and, and not even an eight-year ban, not even eight days, 8,000 years. You got banned from Forza for creating this livery. You are stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did try to claim uh, that it was created by a friend. Uh, first time offence that he's ever done anything like that. Uh, he's... In- was released on the All Things Racing subreddit for Forza. If you don't know, go check the Forza out. We will leave a link to everything. Uh, user also notes the band comes from the enforcement team at Turn 10 Studios, uh, which is opposed to the developer Playground. Uh, the original Reddit post is linked below. You can go check out also the tweet. It shows picture of the, uh, <laughs> of the car this guy created. Uh, also on the side, it says Nuke Balance. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, it's, clear, it's unclear exactly what element of the design Obviously drew the eye of the studio uh, the dictator I wonder yeah. I mean King Jong Un And then putting hashtag send nukes <laughs> <laughs> Oh god uh, I, the, the picture of King Jong Un alone uh, Should have been enough to make Yeah uh, But one Reddit user stating the nuke messaging On the car could be a turret gene as encouraging violence. Uh, no. I don't know if you got Space Falls or Horizon 5. I very much doubt it. Uh, the presence of actual company logos, though, alongside that message for KFC, uh, might have also played a role. Uh, the ban itself also unsurprising when all these factors are taken into consideration. However, uh, the 8,000 year time frame ban is a bit of overkill. It's way too much because. Nobody's going to be playing on that account in 8,000 years. Uh, but the readers will have to judge that for themselves. Uh, severity of the ban, I might want to err the side of caution when you make liveries for Forza Horizon 5. Uh, it's given a lot of players tools, uh, playground for Forza. Uh, so you can create now liveries for your car, custom deliveries. Uh, some amazing designs that have been released this past week. We'll link down below. Uh, some of them are really, really quite cool. Uh, this one was just incredibly stupid. <laughs> that's Send that's nukes. one word for it. <laughs> <Send nukes. laughs> 
Oh, it's totally they've done that and then put Kim Jong Un's face on it. It's like, oh, oh, I hope this story doesn't intend on going anywhere near North Korea anytime soon. <laughs> I don't think they'll be coming back out again if they do. Oh, this is so funny. This is so funny. Anyway, uh, 2K. We spoke about loot boxes in the past. Uh, we spoke about Take Two. I was going to include this earlier, but. We'll talk about it now. Uh, WWE 2K22 is due out in March of next year. Uh, it was supposed to be released on November 18th. It has now been pushed back. Uh, My Faction Mode, which was released with the Hit List trailer about a month, about what, about two weeks ago now. Uh, Smack Talks, the very popular WWE Games YouTuber, uh, has explained the mode is a take on my team from NBA 2K, uh, which could also make it similar to Foot, Ultimate Team which is about loot boxes. How fun. Uh, players will be able to create, manage, and upgrade superstars uh, from every era of the WWE. So you're going back, you know, 50 years. Uh, they can take them into battle in a host of new game modes and challenges against other players, no doubt. Uh, playing matches, players can earn what is known as My Faction Points, uh, which is a currency used within the game. Uh, 2K is revealing players to hold weekly events where you can earn additional rewards. 2K have also noted plans to keep the mode up to date with regular updates, so they're planning to keep the game fresh all year long. I guarantee you this would include loot boxes. I guarantee you. There's not a chance they're doing this without loot boxing. Even though it's going to be banned pretty soon, they're going to do it. I guarantee you they'll do it. I guarantee you. Yep. Because I can see it coming a mile off. A small bit of news there. Uh, Bioware developer, though, who recently left the lead writer, uh, he said the Mass Effect series makes him cringe, uh, which I disagree with entirely because I think Mass Effect, the original trilogy, is some of the best storytelling that's ever been made, especially in video games. It's up there, one of the best trilogies ever. Uh, it wasn't announced as a series maybe on the horizon because they were looking at making a TV show. Uh, but the lead writer, David Gader, recently responded to news saying the prospect of a television adaptation that makes him cringe. He said a relief to see that a Mass Effect Amazon deal is for a potential TV series and not a movie. Uh, because a movie, as we spoke about last week, would not be a good idea. Uh, the possibility of likewise for Dragon Age makes him cringe a little, unlike many fans who appear excited. Uh, he went on to argue that establishing a protagonist where Mass Effect allowed for certain custom heroes would alienate fans. Uh, regardless of the creative decisions, he continued by stating that TV show would likely reduce certain stories, such as the companion characters, uh, which would further upset fans. Uh, there is a large number of tweets here. Uh, he has said that he doesn't think this deal is a good idea for bringing it to TV. Would you agree with him on that? I personally don't. But No, I, I, I disagree, because the game itself has a protagonist in it yeah therefore one of, exactly. one of the best ever exactly therefore you can't then turn around and go we don't we don't think it's a good idea to do a tv series or stream series whatever it'll end whatever it'll be because it'll focus too much on the main character if anything that actually then opens up the idea for them to do spin-off series on mm. the other characters that this guy is so worried they're going to get missed out. Therefore, we'll end up giving them more money. I think that being on Amazon is good. I do think, though, that it should be done on 
a TV channel. Because not many people watch Amazon Prime. Yeah, if but less and le- to be or- fair, Prime. less and less people are watching TV nowadays. Yeah, but you need to have a service where more people watch it. I think Amazon Prime is the wrong one. Because Amazon have a history with TV shows of abandoning them. Uh, some of the shows they've had on there in the past, uh, like the one with uh, David Tennant, that's only had two series after three years. They have another one out. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Simon Pegg's partner, who's done the uh, the original trilogy, but you know the zombie film and all that. I can't mm-hmm. remember. Top of my head, my memory's awful. Uh, but he's got a TV show on there about ghosts, and he's a ghost hunter who fixes people's internet connection. That's had one series after three years. Amazon have a history of doing this where they'll drag series out. They don't do one every year. They do one every three, four years. Some of them don't ever get another sequel. Which I don't think Amazon is a place to do this because I don't know how many people are actually watching Amazon, but Netflix would have been a far better platform for people to catch this. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I can see that. Yeah, but Sony, uh, quick bit of news here before we jump into our big music of the week. Uh, scoring a PS5 restock to be a little easier this holiday season. Uh, they are releasing uh, registration, uh, invite only for PS5s. Uh, there's a link down below how you can up. Uh, uh, so it should still be up now. If you're listening to this on Sunday, it should still be up. Uh, you have a chance to register with Sony directly. Do it as quickly as you can to try and get one from here. Because if you do, there's more chance you're going to get one before the middle of next year. Because next year is importantly going to be even short, even more of a shortage than there is now. Uh, PlayStation, no, uh, is currently working on an Xbox Game Pass competitor. It's codenamed Spartacus, uh, where PlayStation owners can pay a monthly fee for access to modern and classic games. Uh, they already have this with PS Now. Why are they doing more? Uh, the same model is used for Xbox popular Game Pass service. So it could be they're dropping PS Now. Which would be interesting. But why uh, would they do that if they know it works? Because they want to create something like Game Pass. PS Now is not something that people play because it is stream only. So if you've got a really bad... You're going to struggle playing games on there. Not many people like the PS Now. They prefer Game Pass mm. because Game Pass is viable. So rather than than creating something new, why don't they just try and change it? Yeah. I mean, why create something new when you've got PS Now right there? That's what what I'm saying. Or the model and just move it. That's all you've got to do. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Don't don't strap it and do something new. Just alter what you've got already because that's less work for you for a start. Yeah, and we know when they create new things, when anybody creates new things, it doesn't always work straight away. PS Now had a very rocky bad launch. There was issues with dropouts and stuff, and people weren't happy with that. So if they try and do something new, what's to say that this new service won't break after, you know, straight away within day one, and people can't get onto it? Because I guarantee something will happen. It's not going to be as smooth. It Mm. never is. Uh, but the first say benefits is PlayStation Plus apparently will include it, so you'll get PS Plus with it as well. Uh, it's required for online gaming, uh, as well as Xbox does allow free uh, online for certain multiplayer games. Uh, it also comes with free games every month. The higher tier offers access to the games catalogue, uh, including Game Pass, which we have Game Ultimate. Uh, 
A third tier will also include extended demos, game streaming access to a large library uh, that includes PS1, 2, 3 and PSP games, which is very cool. Uh, backwards compatibility has been a bit of Nintendo also is uh, is kind of doing it now with the uh, SNES and N64, though you do have to pay a very high price for the N64 games. Uh, it's using a new to introduce older games to the library. could be an enticing move for PlayStation. Uh, it's expected to launch spring of next year. Uh, they are merging two PS Plus and PS Now together. Uh, the cloud service lets users stream games directly to consoles, if you don't know that, uh, which isn't great. It did have a very lucky launch. I know a lot of people don't like it for some reason. Uh, I don't think it does as well as PlayStation hoped it would. Uh, PlayStation Now, though, will be phased out, so it may not exist in the next couple of years, uh, despite beating competitors like Stadia. Uh, PS Now has found to catch on the service. People don't seem to like it. Even though it's added God of War and Last of Us 2 to that service, people don't like it, which is weird because both mm. of those games are phenomenal and you get them for a limited amount every month. It's not as bad, but I think more people prefer Game Pass because it is more reliable. PS Now is dodgy at the best of trying to get free codes every month. But it also offers day one access, though they are saying they will offer day one access to a number of PlayStation IPs. There will all be backwards compatibility on PS5. But they are spending about $10 a month, £10. They will bring the price down, hopefully. Uh, so it'll probably be about $50, $60 for the year. Ultimate is still quite expensive. Um, if PlayStation really want to compete, they may want to lower the price on it just a tad. It's the end of this podcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Don't stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment.
again this week no problem uh, it is uh it's kind of weird Canada not being here uh, yeah but it's nice because it's nice because we all know how how annoying talent can get sometimes so yes i know i do i do love him so much he's currently <laughs> on holiday until next yes week. Uh, so he'll be back tuesday tuesday or wednesday depending on uh how long he's gonna have to stay in quarantine for <laughs> he's probably going to stay there for another two weeks But he said he will be back on next week Fingers crossed because we do need him for deals of the week uh, And I do miss hearing his voice uh, He is an integral part of the team I love him um, But we spoke about another of companies that are coming out We've also uh, Matrix Awakens Is a game that's been long speculated For PlayStation consoles uh, it has an Unreal Engine 5 experience, though. It has apparently been leaked for it. Uh, it's a playable Matrix experience. It's coming soon. Uh, the Gaming Links and Rumors subreddit posted what looks to be a poster or digital thumbnail. Uh, the original post said it was found on PSN Store and that the Six experience is only uh, PS5. Uh, the no confirmation of the experience will probably tie and see outcoming film Matrix Resolutions, which is expected on the 22nd of this month. Just in time for Christmas, I certainly want to go to the cinema, but I will try and has a copy um, because I do want to see it. Sorry, uh, but you know I'm not going to the cinema anytime soon. Uh, Epic has shown off its new engine, though there is a series of tech demos. Uh, these demos will not include full games. Its main character has been prominent enough to join the Fortnite roster, though. Uh, since it's clear labels and experience is most likely not likely a Matrix game, although the Matrix had previously been pioneers in the video game adaptation space. Uh, which is the Kill Morpheus uh, event canon information resolutions. Uh, Resurrections, there are a couple of teaser images there. Uh, we will link that below. Uh, the Matrix video game experience, though, is going to be PS5 using Unreal Engine 5, which, if it's only PS5, I'm going to be very disappointed because I don't have a PS5. But 
Matrix. I mean, you could. Ju- I mean, the, the possibilities for that is just huge. Is this something you're going to want to play? You need to get a PS5, and we need to get you a console of some sort. <laughs> you need something. You I don't know, even I, have a Switch. I know. I know. I need. I need to. I need to change that urgently. Yes. Callum's got also, a He didn't offer to sell you one. That is. That is true. Also, something out after Christmas. Yeah. We need to get you something. You need to have yeah. something. Yeah, I'll sort uh, something out after Christmas, it's fine. Cool, cool. Uh, engineered arts, though, speaking of uh, realism, uh, the lifelike robot that is terrifying people. I wanted to add this because I think this is incredibly cool. Everybody knows how much I love tech, how much I love AI, uh, the, the prospect. There is a UK-based robotics company called Engineered Arts. Uh, they've debuted their new humanoid robot named Amika. Uh, it is very, very uncomfortable. We have seen robots in the past talking about killing people uh, when they created AI. This one is even more realistic. Uh, despite everything from America's neck down being robotic, uh, the face is being made to look exactly human. So it looks human. She looks human. Uh, the Amica video channel, uh, you see Amica wake up and observe others with realistic human expression. By the looks of it, this robot—if you didn't know that it was had a robot body—it looks human. You wouldn't know it was a robot. No, it's creepy as hell. Yeah, that's. Go watch the trailer. There is a trailer online right now. I will link it below from Twitter. It's on Twitter from Figgin, the Figgin, uh, hu- titled "Humanoid Robots." Search it on Twitter. It is really, really creepy. Uh, response to Mika range from impressed to horrified. Uh, it looks like Westworld. Some one user uh, claimed it. HBO's Westworld. Uh, if you've read any sci-fi novel ever, we're already there. Uh, Engineers our website. The company has said Amika is the future face of robotics, and it's the world's most advanced human robot. Uh, they also incorporate artificial intelligence and machine learning. Uh, the Terminators here. We're all going to die. Uh, Amika has been advertised as a great attraction. Uh, it's a modular for future upgrades. Uh, so your sci-fi adventure theme park with human robot experiences was very much a possibility. I'm going to be slightly worried uh, because there will become a point where we reach... Uh, I can't remember the word off the top of my head. Uh, where we reach the point where robots will overtake us and mm-hmm. we're going to be subservient and we'll probably all die. This is the start. Uh, engineered arts needs to stop it right now and destroy their work. Before the T-1000 turns up. Because I'm very, very worried that this thing is going to be dangerous. It looks insanely realistic. It has actual human expression. That's really worrying. Yeah, that seems a little bit... Apparently this robot can also do parkour. What? Dive over buildings. That is worrying. That is really worrying. Even the article says this could be the next robotic uprising. I'm really worried. Oh, no. <laughs> this doesn't seem... This is approaching... This is going way too quickly. Slow the hell down, please. Just slow down. We're go- I do not want to be dying by a robot, if you don't mind. Uh, but speaking of robots, uh, Valve has released Steam Deck's packaging. Uh, it says not to use the shipping box as an umbrella. Uh, the packaging actually looks incredibly cool. They have shared a number of images online, including a new handheld box. According to the blog post by Valve, the company has recently completed this design and validation for the handheld. 
which says it's the final prototype build before production. Uh, one of the major changes behind the current prototype and its predecessor comes through the design packaging. Uh, the company says it's now testing to ship before it goes to everybody next year. <coughs> uh, including with a post on number of images, uh, which we'll link below. Uh, packaging is pretty realistic or minimalistic, um, should say. Uh, things are a little different, though. Uh, it contains a number of short statements with different places you can take and play your Steam Deck. Uh, are you getting a Steam Deck? Because this is something I'm definitely getting. It's definitely going to be something I'm getting. Possibly. I'll have to think about Callum's it. Callum's already got his. Of already course he, of course he has, but Callum spends money on things without thinking about the consequences first. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. He does do that, like three switches. Why would you need three? <laughs> uh, me and Shinobi have had this argument about Callum before as well, because Shinobi's under the impression that Callum says to him, like, go buy this. It's cheap. And then Shinobi looks online and finds like 20 things um, that are markedly cheaper yeah. and do the job just as well. Like, yeah. why would you spend like, that... £1,000 £1, on a computer part when you yeah. can get it from? elsewhere to be fair that it that base that does some callum up in a nutshell yeah he does he does this quite often like he bought a samsung uh phone and he doesn't like it now but he was all for it and it cost him a bomb don't do that dude please yeah no um this don't is kind do of that rush... and then complain you've no money exactly uh, this is kind of a rush podcast this week because i have got to go out to go take my son to see santa claus uh and i'm not feeling great uh, I'm kind of feeling run down and tired, but um, I have to get this done so I can go shoot out. So apologies if it feels rushed, but uh, last bit of news this week. Uh, regarding the Game Awards, Hellblade 2 is likely to feature a new trailer. Uh, Senua Saga was previously revealed at the 2019 uh, show. Uh, this one will likely be Hellblade 2. Uh, according to Jeff Grubb, uh, he was made aware of the games that could be shown at the event uh, with uh, Hellblade 2 being the primary game that's going to be featured for Microsoft and Ninja Theory. Uh, the game was unveiled alongside the Series X console uh, with the debut trailer described as captured in engine. Uh, so it looks ultra realistic. I did try and play the original. Um, I'm not too much of a fan because it does feel very linear and it got kind of boring. Uh, but Hellblade 2, that's my personal opinion. Um, Hellblade 2 uh, said it's been very special for them. Uh, this could be a game I actually have a go at. Uh, it's included ray tracing. Uh, the game is set in the 9th century Iceland. We will be sending out arts and audio teams uh, out there to do... Who They have sent uh, teams out there to do photography, photogrammetry, and combine it with satellite data. Uh, the characters are fun. They said they're building new costumes, scanning them in. Uh, they're collaborating with Epic Games to bring the next-gen digital characters to life. Uh, the combat front, they want to be extra real and brutal. So Melina, the main actress, has been training for two years in combat training. Uh, Senua's Saga is the sequel to the Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, uh, which won five BAFTAs, uh, which is very cool and it was well-deserved. That game is phenomenal. Um, it's not something I will be picking up, though, because it, I just I couldn't get into it. There's just something about that I could not get into. Um, apologies if you're... Um, but it's, it's going to be one of the biggest games for next year. Uh, but speaking of the Game Awards, we spoke about Activision earlier. Uh, last story this week, Jeff Keighley has said that Activision will not be part of the Game Awards. That will include also Vanguard. Uh, it's beyond its award nominations. The company will not feature due to ongoing harassment. 
I don't know whether you, how you feel about this because Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo have all said no, we will not do business. We're taking action to stop this. But Jeff Keighley's saying they're going to keep doing business as far as the Game Awards go. So would it be acceptable for the Game Awards to give Activision any reward or any noticeability for what, considering what they've done? No. Naomi Kyle on Twitter, former IGN uh, reporter, she said a very similar thing. She doesn't think they, they're deserving. Um, and because of Jeff Keighley's decision to completely block Activision Blizzard from being there, then she's not going either. Because they're not stopping their games from being considered. Uh, Jeff Keighley has said they will not be part of the Game Awards, but they will be... Um, they may have games there. They may well be mentioned. He hasn't well, that just seems... That, that seems rather... That seems like they've just done half a job. Yeah, it's it's half-arsed. It's a half-finished yeah. job, pretty much. I wouldn't say half-arsed. It's half-finished. Which is very disappointing. But he said beyond nominations, uh, they won't be there, even though they've been nominated. But then if their games win, what's going to happen then? Yeah, they're getting awards when they shouldn't do. They've kind of gone and shot themselves in the foot a bit, though. Boring. Vanguard is a very average, boring game. I don't think they're going to win anyway, but... But there's a chance they might, and that's where... If nominated for an award anyway is still... It's still something to sing about, but don't give them any ammo, personally. I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I wouldn't uh, there's, there's a reason why they're not included at all on our end of year awards. Vanguard, Activision, like Publisher of the Year, Activision isn't on there. Because they're not the Publisher of the Year. They're not even close. And I stopped anybody. There was a couple of people when we, uh, we requested ideas of like suggestions for nominees. And we were telling everything up, or I was telling everything up. And Activision was mentioned twice. And I refuse those and ask them for another one. Because we're not included at Twitter. Good. And we're not including Vanguard in anything. I don't care if they made a great game. They're not getting a nomination. They're not going on the website. The only time we ever talk about them is when we carry the Warzone updates because people want to read that. People mm. that play it. Gamers aren't at fault. No. And Warzone's a free game. We did do a review on Vanguard. Because it would have been, if it was good, it would have been Game of the Year. Quite potentially. It's not, though. It's completely an ugly crap. It's boring as hell. We gave it a three because of the graphics. Otherwise, it would have got a two. I would have given it a two, which is one of the lowest view scores for that game. Mm. Uh, the Game Awards, though, Jeff Keighley has claimed that it is a time of celebration for the industry. As the biggest form of entertainment in the world, there is no place for abuse, harassment, or predatory practices in any company or community. He also said, we realise we have a big platform which can accelerate and inspire change. We are committed to that, and we need to work together to build a better and more inclusive environment so everybody feels safe to build the world's best games. All of us are accountable to this standard. Uh, Incredible games and talented developers who make them are who we celebrate. We'll see you on Thursday. Uh, Keely's statement comes in the wake of some criticism following the Washington Post or interview, uh, which was published on Friday, which appeared to be as uh, indecisive about whether Activision Blizzard should even be involved. Uh, during that interview, Keely explained that while he supported the people making claims for harassment and discrimination against the company, he also wanted to celebrate the games that developers were making. 
Uh, he said he wanted to support employees and developers. Keely said during the interview, we have to think very carefully about how to proceed. It will be appear as a stance has since changed. Activision Blizzard games will not feature a part of the show now. So they ha- he has gone back on it. Um, apart from being in the awards, they need to be completely blocked. Don't allow them to have anything. Mm. No nominations, no no appearances, no trailers, nothing. Nobody cares. Activision Blizzard needs to go away. Or be coded, Agreed. Actually. Agreed. If there's any studios out there who are looking to supply work, do the industry a favour and target deliberately Activision Blizzard employees. Because I guarantee you there are people there that want to leave and can't because they don't know where they're going to get another job from. And they don't want to leave without a job. So if you make that approach now, you'll find some very good developers there that want to get away. Just make sure you don't hire the people that are abusive. And there are 20,000 staff there to contend with. So you're going to find somebody, and I guarantee you they'll accept the job. They want out of Activision. Most of the people there aren't really there because of it. They want to, not because they work at Activision, because they want to make games. Um, Activision Blizzard has continued to obviously find itself under uh, very heavy scrutiny. Uh, Kotich has told senior manager he will resign if he can't quickly fix the culture of the problem. Uh, that has been now been over two weeks ago. He still hasn't resigned. Not surprising. Uh, Game Wars was not filmed as like last year or it's last year. It will be though December 9th. Uh, the Game of the Year nominees for them are Take It Takes Two, Deathloop, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Crank, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Uh, we did get a couple more games than that out there. Uh, currently, ours is Kenner, Bridge of Spirits, and Guardians of the Galaxy are tied for Game of the Year on our poll. Uh, if you want to go and vote and change that result, you can do. Link will be in the description below. It is obviously PC desktop only. Um, there is no current mobile. I'm trying to fix it this weekend because it can't work. It won't work, and it's really annoying me. Uh, but I will try and get that done. Uh, if you haven't voted yet, please go and vote. Uh, and the web store should be up. The e-store should be up, which is our affiliate link store. We're not selling directly. It's coming through Amazon. We're selling through Amazon. Uh, will be up in January. Um, and discounted prices as well. So a number of the games, because it's our links, um, it all the games and stuff that are on there are discounted. Uh, quite substantially as well in some cases. So you'll be able to get brand new games for a lot cheaper on our store instead of going through Amazon. Uh, so that should be up hopefully in December but thank you everybody for joining us this has been episode 41 thank you to Chloe no problem you've been very quiet this week yeah I that's just a bit like you I'm not feeling great either and I woke up with a splitting headache I can't seem to shift now so yay (laughs) I've got to go out now which is going to be great oh that's Uh, good but other than that thank you everybody for joining us we'll be back next week apologies this is rushed I do need to get out uh, I am on a bit of a tight schedule today, uh, but we will be back next week. There are a load of new articles I didn't post on Friday because we were closed on Friday. Uh, there's a number of business stuff I need to contend with as well. I'm just overworked right now, um, but everything should be back to normal Monday. Go check those articles out if you haven't read them already. Uh, we will be posting them to the socials uh, same time we post this. So there'll be about there's about 20 articles I need to post tomorrow, um, as well as what's already on the website. Uh, So thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, We will see you next week, same time, same place. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. It's the Talking Games Podcast.